2018 has come and gone, just like the tides or the seasons. It happened and then it didn't, it stopped happening. I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, so we're way late talking about game of the year 2018, but we're going to do it anyways, because you know what? It's my schedule and I, I do what I want. Uh, hey, Austin. Yeah. Austin's here. Hello. Austin's here. Matt's here. I'm Matt. Uh, and yeah, so this is Dry Spell Radio's official 2018 Game of the Year podcast. And we are going to take a little bit of a different approach than we have in the past. Um, and by in the past, we mean the only other time we did this last year yeah uh instead of arguing about games or stuff uh i i think we're just going to kind of talk through um games i don't i don't think we're going to come out with a definitive list at the end of this i mean Um, i can definitely say like the best top three to five yeah like i've i've got my personal list um and i'm going to get you to give me your personal list and we can publish those lists um but as an official like group i don't know like I just don't know if I mean, I've really played enough and well, have like enough opinions. Well, like, I think the problem is we didn't play all the big games that came out yeah. in 2018. I know I missed several. You missed several. You played some. I didn't. I played some. You didn't. Yeah. So maybe we can compile a list between our two lists and try to like best sure. estimate. A li- I don't know. Because I, I think I actually know what number one is right now. Oh, but yeah. uh, we'll save, we'll save that for later. <laughs> we'll, yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. It, it was a weird year because I like I'm thinking back to when we did this a year ago uh, and it, it seems so much easier. I think part of that was because when we were on the radio, we did this weekly. Like mm-hmm. we, we had a set schedule to record. And then when both of us graduated and it became harder to schedule things, the, the, the unexpected side effect that came from that, that I've been realizing is I'm playing less video games. Me, yeah, um, me too. And I'm like, and it's not because I have like less time to do it. I'm just like, I'm not thinking about it quite as much. Like I'm still like immersing myself in like what I would say the culture is, but, and like reading news stories and stuff like that. But as a whole, I feel like I don't feel the urge to go out and buy every big game, like right as it comes out, because I'm not like necessarily talking about it the way I used to. Um, and so I realized looking back at the year, I was like, I think I've played the, at least the vast majority of the really big releases, mm-hmm. um, if not all the really big releases, but like really, there was like, a lot of little stuff that I yeah. completely just blew like by. Two to three of the big releases on the top of my head, I totally just did not play. Yeah, and like I, I finally bought a Switch this past year, um, and so there was like they were releasing these big games for switch. Um, but I was going back and playing like Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. um, which is like basically like one of my games of the year. It just didn't come out last year. Yeah. Uh, and then like I was playing breath of the wild. Um, and like more recently I've been playing Stardew Valley and like, uh, even though I played like a bunch of hours on PC of that, like I'm going back and I am loving it on the switch. Um, 
I actually like, so that's like one of those things, like everybody talks about like switch ports and like, Oh, we want this and this and this. And like to the, and like, I think it's like a little extreme, but actually I kind of get it because I do, I take it to work and I can play at work when like, I'm not actively doing something else. And that's awesome. Um, and there's just no other console. Well, it's just the convenience of the switch. I yeah. Mean, like I, like I actually considered buying Skyrim. I mean, I, cause I really want to get switch. I'm probably going to buy one for myself for my birthday next month. And I even thought about it. I'm like, honestly, I would probably rebuy Skyrim for the switch mm-hmm. just to, for the fact that I could be out and about. I'm like, Oh, you know, I got some time to kill. Let's just boot up Skyrim or I'm going to sit on this beach and play Skyrim. Yeah, there you go. Like, like weird stuff like that. Like I can play video games anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that that's like that's like a conversation for another day. But but that kind of like defined, especially like the last like quarter of the year for me was like, oh well, now I've got this, um, and I'm gonna focus on it a lot. Um, and so because of that, like. There, there's a there's big gaps our, in our my 2018s were kind of big big year for both of us I yeah mean, the fact that, it was i mean i graduated different. you graduated mm-hmm. uh i don't know then i mean you've been working non-stop yeah i mean it, you got a real job i like, did i got like late 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 in the year but yeah but still, i mean i like, i had my tonsils removed <laughs> which which sucked yeah i mean you i think you heard me a day or two after it happened I was yes like, it was good i was like uh, it literally was i could it was awful i would not recommend unless like you need them taken yeah out. uh i might actually be in that boat at some point but from what i've heard i i speak clearer now yeah my, my voice tone has changed a bit yeah it's it's changed a little bit i think um so i feel like well, it would I, actually be kind of interesting to go side by side like, i know i, I mean, mean we've got recordings of you I know. so that would be super easy to do yeah i'm curious because i feel like i can speak clearer and I'm not like so. I don't know if it's nasally is the term, but like I feel like I was muffled and like mumbling. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't know. Like it, it was. It was definitely and then, a yeah. weird year. Yeah. So and I didn't work honestly the whole summer hardly. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I did things here and there. Did the tennis camp like normal. So I didn't really have a like ton of money to just, like buy anything. Yeah, and and then that was yeah. That's another thing. And like I I feel poorer than i was See, yeah but now i'm like <laughs> or maybe more fiscally responsible but, because like i'm like having less spending money because i'm making sure i'm putting more away and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, yeah because it's i just recently got you know an actual like big boy job as they would consider and yeah and because so now big boy is definitely what they would call <laughs> i don't know but like you know like a real like an actual real job first job that like with because my I got because of my degree kind of thing, which is a pretty surreal feeling. I'm not going to lie. Because I've been working. I'm still waiting for that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because I've been working like my whole work career in my life to this point was part-time jobs in restaurants or doing like tennis lessons or stuff like that. And then now I'm like actually working set schedule. Yeah. You have to five. Yeah. Monday through Friday. And it's weird. It's yeah, like- I remember my first like office job, um, which I successfully did for like six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that was it. Was really hard on me because like I've freelanced my entire life. Um, like e- e- even when I was in high school, like I guess I was working fast food, and so my schedule was 
constantly yeah. changing. This is the first time I've ever had a job that like my schedule is the same week to week to week to week. Yeah, I, I can't imagine yeah. what that's like at this point in yeah. my life. And well, it was funny because I actually was so went almost the entire year without working, minus things here and there, working for you mm-hmm. for stuff and whatnot, getting keeping myself alive, kind of work. Yes. And then now I got this job, and I was actually working at Cabela's at the same time. So I went from not working to working 60 to 65 hours a week. Yes. And I, I was physically exhausted. It was awful. Yeah, I was going <laughs> I, yeah, I was going back. Uh, I did that for about a month. I was like, going back over my, uh, my like, how many hours I worked each week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found weeks that I hit 90 hours. Yeah, well, like, and, and then, you, like, then you drop the hell? Like, how do How do I do this? Uh, but yeah, and then, then the you, next week I'm like at 10. Yeah, it's funny. Or four. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like <laughs> I hate freelancing so much. Uh, so... I want it's, like a it's, guaranteed hours. <laughs> it's nice having like a set schedule because now like I have a set like, you know, I don't stay up till 3 a.m. playing video games because I can't. Also, which kind of so, sucks. It's like because my life was so used to this. Like, I, I know it's awkward, tough. Random, just random time. Where it's 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 a tough thing. Yeah, to and now that to. I actually have, have to be in bed by like a certain time where I'm going to hate myself in the morning, wake up every day at the same time. Even when I was working uh, in the office from like nine to five every day, um, it, it killed me to get in at nine. Uh, I was. Well, God, I got to be there. I think I was on time, maybe, you know, 10% of the time. And I would just sneak in the back door and then like casually open the door to my office and pretend like I had been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the best. God, I hated working in an office. I like it actually so far. It's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, like. I guess if you're doing something like there, there was a lot more to my job that made it terrible. So it's, I'm not blaming it on the schedule. Yeah. I'm blaming it on a lot of other things. But anyways, that was our 2018. Yeah. So I guess the moral story now I have money, but no time. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's the age old thing, right? I mean, people are constantly talking about when you're young, like you have, all, you the have time. all the time, but you have no money. And then as you get older, you have no, uh, no time and all the money. Uh, and yeah. And Where it's like the, uh, and when then you're you young, can yeah, work like all time, no money, all energy. And then when you're our age, you know, no time, all money, all energy. Then you get older. You, it's all time, all money, no energy. Or you can continue working in the arts like I do and then just have no time and no money for the rest of your life. That sounds like a great choice. Yeah. It is. Yes. Uh, be artists, kids. That's <laughs> what I'm saying out loud. Um, yeah. So I Video think that's, games. yeah, I think that's kind of uh, like the definition of 2018 for us, which is why I don't think like us arguing down to like a yeah. top 10 or a top five is even productive. Yeah. I like, cause I like, think I, I know exactly what your list is going to be. Yeah. You know exactly what my list is going to be. Like there's no conversation. I, was, I like budgeted what game I needed to buy at that time in my yeah. life. I was like, okay, I got to put money away now so I can buy it when it comes out kind of thing. Yeah. So, so instead I kind of want to just go through the list um, and talk about, Oh, these are the games that I played. I'm, I might've forgot some or missed some. Um, basically the way I did this is I go through Wikipedia mm-hmm. and they list out all the, the like releases. So there is, a big chance that I missed games. Um, but I think the majority of the ones that I played are definitely on here. If not all of them. Um, 
And I just kind of want to go through the list um, and kind of by release date and say like, oh, like my piece on this game, what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it. Um, uh, and if, if it's a game that like, I don't feel like I really need to talk about, then we'll just skip it. Um, and I think our list is probably pretty similar. Um, I don't know if there's any games on your list that didn't make it on mine. Uh, be my first one. Monster Hunter World. Yes. Okay. Okay. There you go. We'll open with that. Um, yeah. So that came out early last year, January 26th. And that's the one I bought right away. Because I actually, I mm-hmm. was going to buy uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yes. And literally, it was that day I was literally going to buy it. I had the $60. And I was just, I sat on my PlayStation and was in the PlayStation store on Dragon Ball Fighter Z. And I just went, nope, back and bought Monster Hunter. Yeah. And I'm glad I did, to be honest. It ended up being yeah. one of the best games I've played this this year. And if and in actually a really, really long time. Cause I know I know Monster Hunter is a really renowned series. I've never played them. So and I'll I'll add to this. Monster Hunter is completely different than what you experienced. Like Monster Hunter is like, uh, like Monster Hunter World is like a scaled down version. So mm-hmm. like, if you go play like one of the older Monster yeah. Hunters, we're talking like, oh, you you have to spend like eight hours prepping for this one fight. You have to like sit around a campfire for like twenty minutes cooking meat and yeah. like stuff like that. I like, mean, they yeah, they obviously simplified the process because I think which they, is, was a very very smart idea. Yeah, because they wanted to get a bigger audience, and actually, it's it's Capcom's which surprised me best selling game of all time. I think it was Capcom, hmm. right? Uh, I think you're, I think it was, I think so, which is funny. Cause that sounds right. That's resident evil and stuff too. It beats yeah. out, it beat out every resident evil, every other monster hunter game it's ever sold at that time. And it's cause they were doing, trying to do a thing where they were really trying to grab the Western audience. And they did. It's so totally. really well here. Yeah. I think I was the only one out of like our friend group that, because I play think, it. yeah, I think at one point in, on play, especially on PlayStation, because it came out, it didn't come out for PC till the summer. So everyone that mm-hmm. I, we play with bought it on PlayStation. I think honestly, there was six, eight of us that all had the game. I think you're the one that didn't have it. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, so I, all, I never had a shortage of people to play with, which is awesome. Um, the squad, the, you group up with three other people to make a group of four. Uh, and I don't know, game was beautiful. The story was interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's super Japanese and like, yeah, it was just great. I mean, I I watched a lot of videos on this game, uh, and like I think I was the like one of the like ones coming into it being like, oh, we all have to get this game. Yeah. Like this is going to be really super good. Yeah, it um, it, it actually it, just, it really was. I know you, I I know you never got it, and yeah, I, I think it was just a oh, it was just another one of those things. Like I feel like I was probably busy when it came out, yeah. and I continued to be busy and. Um, by the time I wasn't, um, and I had enough money to buy it, I think it was kind of like, well, uh, you know, yeah, everybody else has moved I, on. I mean, I, I, I still play it cause and it's funny. Yeah. Because I, I still see only, people like hop in all the time. Cause I think that's the only game I played until God of War came out and that, okay. was, um, that was, April, April. So for about three, four months, uh, monster is the only one I played. I mean, I quickly put 80 plus hours into it. And I mean, at this time I was still in school. So I like, I had like those weird times where I was free and I was only 
part-time my last semester. So I actually had a lot more free time than I normally did in the school, in a school semester. So I ended up playing this game quite a bit and even times I'd, I'd be alone and I honestly enjoyed just playing the game by myself because it was such more of a challenge to like mm-hmm. beat, especially oh, like, totally. you know, when you're like two dragons like show up and start fighting each other and you're in the middle of your battle and you're like, well, this is just, just totally chaotic, but you have to use them against each other to beat both of them. I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. The armor, there's a ton of armor sets, ton of weapons. I mean, I think there's 20. I mean, you have a cat. Yeah. And you got and a cat that follows you around yeah, and attacks and with you. And yeah. It's awesome. That's amazing. And you can create it too. Uh, and the cat like, like it gets a little dingy and rows itself across rivers. Yeah. Like that's amazing. You know, this game is just so, it's just so good. Yeah. I think there's 22 weapon types in the game, which that's a lot to start with. And then you have to upgrade, I think off the top of my head, I think there was like 16 different trees that you could build on one weapon type for each weapon type. So, I mean, there was just so much you could do to build, customize. And like, I was running around with, you know, I'd have multiple swords on me or, right. I mean, you only could take one at a time on a mission with you, but you're like, you're like, okay, what am I going to go fight? Got to get the sword that it's weak against, bring that with me, put the armor on that. Like I'm stronger against this per this particular enemy. And so you had to be really tactical that way. Cause you're like, okay, this is the main thing I'm fighting. But you know, if something else happens, I bump into something like another enemy then I'm screwed kind of thing. So I, but it kept you on your toes a lot. Cause if you, cause like you could be in a fight for 45 minutes with, you know, any monster and then yeah. die in like the blink of an eye. And you're like, well, that sucked. Yeah, totally. Back to the planning board. Cause then you gotta, I mean, cause you only can bring a certain amount of things on the mission with you. Like a handful of potions, handful of healing stuff and handful of gadgets and gizmos. And that's what I do. Like, I like the gadgets and like, you know, there's powders and, uh, healing herbs and potions and then you, there's like nets and shock traps and you can right. do all this stuff you want to kill the monster capture the monster put it to sleep you know there's a whole bunch of options you for every way you really want to play and then of course you know you can eat your food beforehand just to you know boost your stats and stuff like that it was it was a really well done game and there's a lack of i mean not a lack of there's a wealth of content in there because yeah, there's totally. the main story then there's all these side missions then you can do these challenges and stuff like that just to keep getting uh you know monster parts and stuff to upgrade your weapons and armor and gear and then eventually let leads to you know to the end of the game where like this you fight this giant giant thing i did it all by myself and it hmm. i think it i think it took me about an hour and a half to beat it yeah, and well, and I think that they're still releasing monsters and stuff. Yeah, I know because I, I like there's monsters whatever. on there because uh, I I played it a lot, and then I st- kind of stopped playing after God of War, and then over the summer, my friend kind of got into it that mm-hmm. was living in Alabama at the time, so me and him were at least like jumped back in heavy, and you know they put the Behemoth from Final Fantasy in there, and yeah, they had a lot of crossovers like weird with, crossovers with Street yeah. Fighter, mm-hmm. like you get Street Fighter outfits. They had a uh, Horizon Zero Dawn crossover. That was actually their first one. I remember, yeah. Uh, what was uh, Devil May Cry crossover? They did a lot of weird things. That's funny. Um, I mean, the Devil May Cry and the Street Fighter makes sense because it's all Capcom, but the Horizon Zero Dawn, I guess, makes sense because, you know, you're hunting you're, monsters yeah. in that one. Uh, so. Great game. Looks good. I heard it's awesome on PC. I haven't yeah, tried it. Yeah, I think I, if, I mean, if I pick it up, ever, I wasn't going to probably plan on buying it on PC just because the fact that I beat it on playstation and all my stuff's on there on that console yeah i just hate i hate doing that yeah i mean i wish that it would transfer over but like i also get why it doesn't yeah but um so if i was if just in the whole scheme of things i know you don't know other games would be on my list but i think i'd put about three two or three even 
Okay. Yeah. It's, it was, it's it was, up there. It was like, way up there. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you probably can guess what the two in front of it would be. Yeah. But I think it's a solid three on my choice. Worth the purchase. And I think the new expansion's coming out soon. Um, Dragonborn. Just kidding. That's uh, Skyrim. Yeah. It's uh, Dragon something. Maybe this is, maybe this will be the time that I could decide, okay, like I know my friends are going to pick this up. Um, maybe I'll just go for it. Uh, I recommend it. I'm sure maybe it could be, we'll go on sale. Hopefully soon. It's still 60 bucks on steam. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Um, I guess I'm willing to invest that. Um, onto another game that actually came out about the same time, but I was super late to the party was Celeste. Mm -hmm. Um, I never played it, but I heard uh, Celeste is really super interesting. Yeah. That came out Um, the day before on the 20th. Yeah. And I, uh, I like this game a lot. So I'm I'm almost done with it, but I I kind of got the wind knocked out of me because I got to a little spot in the game and I'm completely stuck. Um, so I need to basically just restart the level. Like I know there's a mechanic that I can use to get me out of the position I'm in, but I, I don't know if it's my reflexes or what, but I just cannot succeed in it. Um, it's basically like momentum based jumping. Mm. Uh, and it's just really tough for me to time it. So I can't figure it out. But so Celeste is, uh, uh, a platformer uh, and like, it's a pretty true to life platformer. Um, there's a lot of things that uh, remind me of like almost kind of like a uh, pixelated Spelunky um, without the like items and stuff like that. Uh, and I don't know, like it's really, it's like parts of it are really, really easy um, and parts of it are just super demanding and really, really hard. Uh, and this game takes a really, really crazy turn pretty early on. It starts kind of as just a standard platformer. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, like you're the main character starts to like doubt herself yeah, um, there's like a, like a good story and, in it. Yeah. Like and so basically, expect. yeah, basically, uh, the turn that happens, um, and it happens fairly early on and then it just kind of develops more and more as it goes is basically you end up being the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like you and your battle with like anxiety, basically, uh, which is really super interesting. Uh, and I don't know, like it's just the bosses in it. Uh, like you'll play like the majority of the level. And so you've got all these different mechanics and stuff that you're using for this particular level down. And then it introduces like the enemy, which, um, in most cases is yourself. Um, and, then it you have to like basically perfect those things because now you're doing all the stuff you were doing, but now you have a time limit. Uh, and what I love about the game is it actually keeps track of your deaths. Yeah. So yeah, you're, and, and you're, I heard you die you're racking th- thousands upon thousands of deaths. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, like there's just something really endearing about the game. There's something like, 
like it has a message about like depression and anxiety that you're like finding as you go that's hidden underneath this like pixelated uh platformer uh and the music is great uh like i really am enjoying this music uh in like to the point where like i have like almost pulled the trigger on buying like the soundtrack on like vinyl Mm -hmm. um just because it's like it's really good it's really well put together um the game is really good yeah uh i just wish i was better Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know yeah celeste is one of those games that i was looking at really recently because i know i missed it i know you liked it and jason was talking about it Mm -hmm. you really liked the game i think Jesse Rayborn might have played it. Yeah, I think sure. so. Yeah, and, I mean, I, and I'm playing it on Switch. Yeah. Uh, which is like the way that I would say it needs to be played. So don't, I shouldn't get on, I should wait for another month so I want to buy a Switch. I'd play it on Switch. It, it's a really good uh, game for me to sit down on the couch and hold it while I like, while the TV's running and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, I mean, that's how I'm playing and that's how I really enjoy I it. I say I'm going to pick it up. I probably never will. Cause by the time that comes around, there's going to be new games coming out. Yeah. The, and I like, so never ending wheel there. one of the Facebook, uh, groups I'm in on online, uh, on Facebook, go figure, uh, somebody posted a picture today. So, uh, there's a brand of like individual self-serve pizzas mm-hmm. called Celeste. Oh, um, really? And he took a picture and was like, I'm, I'm, I've heard so much about this. I'm going to try it out. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's and that funny. made me laugh. Um, but anyways, yeah, Celeste was really good. Uh, and I wish I would have spent more time with it, uh, last year. It's one of those that I, I think about a lot and I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish this game, uh, which is going to be a theme throughout this year. Um, yeah. And for me, the next big game, um, was Sea of Thieves. Yeah, that was my next one too. Yeah. Uh and I know we have talked about Sea of Thieves at great length. Quite a bit actually because <laughs> again, it was early last year there wasn't much else out in mm-hmm. Well, and even if there was much out, this game left a huge impression yeah, on me. Yeah, it really did. I mean, it came out March 20th and so I mean, it gave us probably, you know, a good month to play before God of War. It came out exactly a month before. Yeah, God of totally. War. Um, that's how I'm basing my whole year has got to work. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, go ahead. Oh go my ahead. God. Like, so I like Sea of Thieves is such like, it, like an interesting topic to talk about amongst like, like video game fans, because there no doubt about it. You are going to have polar opposites. Oh yeah. It's, and it's like, either, there's either like people no are gonna love it, middle or They're going to hate it. Yeah. It, it's really interesting. And like, I think like I'm on record saying I really, really liked this game. Yeah. Um, and we popped in like a couple weeks ago because like mm-hmm. I, I will sit down at my computer or I will be like just doing something. And then like, I get this urge. I'm like, God, I want to play sea of thieves. Um, and like, it, it'll be totally unprompted. Like it won't even be like, Oh, I see something news in the game. I just want to go play it. Yeah. Um, and, and frankly, they've added a ton to that game. Uh, and yeah, because I haven't played. I mean, the, I think the last time we actually played was when they did like the Megalodon thing. Mm-hmm. And we did that quest. It was pretty interesting. Got through. Yeah, we, yeah, never we never finished it. We never. Well, we finished technically the quest. We just never fought the Megalodon. Right. We never. We never really, got like that fifth person and did that. That's stuff. the problem. Is like you need five people, which your crew only could be four. So you got like sc- 
joining up with other people. It's like a weird random thing. Yeah. Um. So I actually got off there, and I think all most of us stopped playing then. Yeah, too. I think that was basically. And it. then yeah, we jumped on recently. Unfortunately, I didn't get a lot of time. No, and, you pieced out pretty quickly. Yeah. And just, we uh, so and then later that night and my, we had and I was also because my computer crashed again. Oh yeah, totally. Um, we had a hell of a time playing it later too. Like we kept going. Mm-hmm. We added a fourth person. Um, and like. Like one particular moment was like we're sailing along and like it's dark and stuff. Uh, and we look behind us and the Megalodon is like coming up behind us and we're like, shit, shit. And so like it comes up beside us. So we're all like firing cannons and stuff. And uh, the whoever was captaining the ship, and I can't remember his name, um, looks over and a ghost ship had appeared right next to us. And so he just audibly screamed. Because yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's one of the new things <laughs> to added since we last played is just, these ghost ships will just come out of the ocean. And like, it's, I don't know, it's this stuff that makes me love this game. Like, it's just like the amount of ridiculousness and fun that you can have with a good group of people. Like, Mm -hmm. I guess I like, and you know, I, I wrote a big, long like review of this game and like it stands like if you have a good group of people who are going to be into this and really work to enjoy it, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. I mean, if you're going in there for like, you know, reach, reach deep, rich story, it's not going to be there, no. unfortunately, which I feel, I feel like it could have been in there and actually like done a, uh-huh, really, totally. a really interesting thing and always can happen. They've kind of like hinted that, you know, future expansions or DLCs will add more story, but on, Unfortunately, a lot of the story is you talk to someone and then you go sail to an island and find something and then yes. bring it back. I mean, that's the gist of the game. But it's it's like the it's gist one of, the, of being it's a one pirate. of those games where like it's the journeys of the destination, not or journey the adventures, the journey, not the destination, or whatever or something. Uh, yeah, I don't, you know what I'm trying I, to I'm say. Trying, yeah, it's all about <laughs> the in between parts, not the beginning and the end. Yeah, it, God, ah. Uh. Some of easily some of my favorite times playing video games. No, it was it was it was good this year. And I'm really no, I want to play more. I just built a brand new PC. Yes, that blows my old one out of the water. I think is probably the best PC out of our groups. Except except maybe Jesse's. Jesse. He he got the 2080 Ti. So of course he did. Yeah, he bought it like right when it came out, and then it blew up. Then he had to get another one a month later. Oh yeah, sounds about right. New stuff, new. and then he's gonna SLI it. Like he's definitely gonna install another one. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um. So yeah, I actually just kind of off tangent, just built a brand new PC. Because uh, it was just one of those moments where, like, since I started this new job, all of a sudden, I'm like, why? Why I was working two jobs at that point, and I was like, whoa, I I have money, like, way more money than I thought I was gonna have. Like, right? And yeah. Like, I I built this PC, and it probably cost. The PC build in general is probably, I'd say it's about twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I probably paid about eight hundred, nine hundred. I yeah. got a lot of stuff on sale. I had, you know, I used Christmas gift cards from Amazon and whatnot. I mean, I got, uh, I got good deals. I I really shopped around and I didn't just buy things right away. Uh, mm-hmm. Got a twenty seventy in there, which is awesome. Yeah. And no, like like I said, new, I mean, yeah, I literally, I, a lot I, of these PC games we need to go back and yeah, play well, see with now, and, now like, for me because like I, I mean, I was on a computer that was built, I don't know, six seven years ago maybe. 
I don't know when that was that one was built. And I bought it, and it wasn't the greatest. I mean, I was running most games on medium quality in getting 30 to 40 frames. So it wasn't yeah. anything great. Now that I'm like running this, I just played PUBG. I'm like slowly downloading all my games again because it just takes totally. a while. So I, I just, you know, I was like, you know, PUBG, it's a good base because I, I played it a lot. Whatever. Sorry. Super random tangent. And it's fun playing Ultra at like 140 frames. I'm like, this, yeah. this is great. Like I said, you need to buy like 144 hertz. I, I, need, I need a new a monitor because I'm using just like an old 1080p TV actually yeah. so i need to actually buy like a monitor and play it in 1440 well, yeah well and we'll talk about we'll talk about uh, monitors yeah i i am still super new to this whole pc thing yeah building this was like i learned a ton because <laughs> i mean that's that's what it takes yeah because i mean i originally bought a motherboard and then i bought and that was like it was an eighth gen motherboard for intel and then if it had an upgrade to four ninth gen so I, and then I ended up buying a ninth gen, but then I couldn't get them to work because it didn't have the update. So I ended up just getting that and buying a new motherboard altogether. It was yeah. an easy solution. It worked, obviously. So Yeah. Uh, I mean, and people that are like puzzled about like computers and stuff, like I say, like I like I never went to a class that no, taught me how to do I this. Know. And you, like you I learned how built, to do this stuff. You just built a couple. Yeah, I just, and, like, been, just started doing it. And PC in general for me is still kind of a foreign concept, right? right? Because I only ever do use PC in schools, like elementary school and stuff like that. Apple was what I grew up using, so like it's kind of an interesting change because it's su- they're super different operating systems. I'm yes. figuring it out because my work computer is now PC, so it's that's all. Yeah, you, you, I mean it's not difficult. So I guess the moral of that story is I will hopefully be playing more sea games on my computer and Sea of Thieves and it doesn't crash every 10 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Uh, yeah, which was a really weird thing that sea happened of Thieves, with yours. Sea of Thieves had, like a, had it out for me from day one. So I bought it and then right when it, like I downloaded the whole thing and right when I clicked install, my computer crashed that first time yep, and then made my computer not work. And we had to like, yep, do I the, had to redo your computer from like the ground up. Yeah. And that was a weird, like reinstall the OS and yeah, all sorts of like stuff. Like we had to completely wipe it and it was, that was, that was awful. No, I remember because I was here super late that one night yeah, trying like, to figure it like, out. W- like one in the morning, maybe, I don't know. And then ever since then, it like always never worked. And like, at that time, Jason didn't have his new computer, and his actually was, I think, less than what mine does, and his his game worked fine. It was, I, I think there was there was something else. It was probably in the install or something weird. Something, something got screwed up, and so it just bugged, like bummed me out. But now should be good. It's good. Yeah, I I got a I got a bitching computer. So yeah, looks so, good over there. Yeah, and it's, and it's three colored full fans on the front. I know. I don't know now, but. I, so uh, that was Sea of Thieves. <laughs> sea of I Thieves. think we can move on from Sea of Thieves. We've said a lot about it already, and you can listen back. And <laughs> it's so good. This God, is, that yeah, game's good. All the, all, just all the YouTube videos and stuff that we've seen on them. It's I just, mean, it's, yeah, because it's just those random moments that make the game so good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so the next game for me was Far Cry Five. Um, That's right. I never played that. I don't think that. you touched Far Cry Five. No, because in fact, I think I've wiped it mostly from my memory. Because. I played Far Cry 3 after it came out later because I bought, I think I got it on free PlayStation 3 for PlayStation Plus years ago. Like, I think it was right before Far Cry 4 came out. I was like, oh, cool, I'll play Far Cry 3, which is still, like, I think regarded as, like, the best Far Cry game. And then my brother ended up getting Far Cry 4. I think he got it when he bought his PlayStation, like, around that same time. And he's like, this literally is just Far Cry 3 just in the Himalayas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, that's, he's like, yeah, it's, it's like, and it's actually not even that good. Like the story's not that good, blah, blah, blah. So then Far Cry for me always has been like something I don't really want. 
Because it's a fun game, but it's it's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I, so when I went into Far Cry Five, I was hoping, uh, and I knew they weren't going to, but there was a part of me that was hoping that they were going to say something really important, um, because you know it deals with a fairly heavy subject. Like you, you're in like this uh this mountain area that has been taken over by this religious cult uh and there's like all of these things that you can like talk about like it like politically and like all this stuff and they just like instead it ended up being like oh like this one woman that you fight can turn uh beavers into bears See, and in, shit like that. And I was Far like, Cry, eh. yeah, Far Cry gets weird like that. And I'm like, I feel like Far Cry could, yeah, at least this new one could be yeah, like because a really, the older ones like are dealing with mystical things yeah, and I stuff. Mean, but like this one was like, oh, it's actually just drugs. Yeah. I don't like know. she's just drugging people. And I'm like, nah, that's Yeah, because Far bad. Cry 3 like had, like you're on the island and like you had like the, yeah, like all the indigenous people, and, like their beliefs and stuff and that spiritual stuff. That, like it was just super interesting. I don't know what the Far Cry 3 four was i'm sure similar yeah um yeah that's weird. and frankly Car- fire cry 5 just wasn't fun to play like i just didn't enjoy it like i tried um but that like far cry new dawn around the corner oh my god and i didn't even know about that until like it just randomly popped so up is the other that day. a new game yes but it's based directly after this fifth one i, I guess because it's but still it is completely standalone County, is what it said oh, i have no idea because it like something about nuclear war because it shows that it's, the trailer says the preacher was cr- like right, and then it shows like the Hope County getting obliterated by a nuke, and then it's like twenty years after whatever, and you're still in Hope County. I'm like, it just seems so weird. To me. It's a really weird thing to do. It looks but like yeah, I don't I'd know. It looks like too. it looks like a DLC. But yeah, it's, what, it's, and it's, I it's had actually, to look it up. It's actually forty bucks. Yeah, no, I had to look it up, and I was like, what the hell is this? It's actually a real game. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like, I I tried to like Far Cry Five. Um. It just wasn't fun to play. Like I like the controls you said the alone were, was good. The the first probably like ten minutes were really good because you start out and you're like going into the uh, the area as like uh, um like a, you're like a sheriff. You're like a rookie like deputy or something. Mm-hmm. Um and like you're basically like wading through this town and like all of these like fanatics are like surrounding you with guns and stuff. And it's like this really tense moment. Um, and then you like, you go to arrest the, the, like the main guy and it all goes South and you like have to run and like all this stuff. But I, it just, it got bad so quickly. Like, and it, it, it played on every like, uh, like, country stereotype every mission you do for somebody like when you go to like relieve a town or like there's a farm that needs your help like every time you go there it's like oh like you need to fix my truck or my prized cow got loose or like some bullshit like that and then like it's like even in country areas, like not everything is about the trucks. Not everything is about an airplane. Like, and like, I don't know, like that really just rubbed me I the mean, wrong especially, way. You, know, you growing up 
in a country area. I yeah, I I owned a tractor. Yeah, growing like, up, <laughs> like like a, an individual tractor. Like we weren't that country. I had cowboy boots growing up, and that's about as far as I got. But still, I had horses. You weren't like my prize cows run loose. Can you go get them for me? Yeah, like it was I'll like let you see it my was daughter, like, hey, yeah. by the way, everybody in Montana's white trash is like what it screamed to me, and I'm like, that's not right. That's not <laughs> good. I mean, maybe it is right, but also maybe not. <laughs> so yeah, Far Cry Five. Um, and uh, one game I missed right after that was that I I never really wanted to. I never played the series, but I looked interested after the last one like came out. Yakuza Six. Oh yeah, Missed I didn't play Yakuza either. And because I know Yakuza Zero came out recently to kind of like hype and Yakuza Kiwami, Six, and like there's all all sorts of uh, Yakuza. And I heard games it, I that, heard Yakuza Six was good. Yeah, I, I feel like I heard it's one things. I missed. And it's probably one I'm never gonna play. But I feel like I just wanted. To I want to go through the whole series. I, yeah, it I wanted to give really a little good. shout out, but yeah, um, minute came out uh, shortly after uh, Far Cry Five. Um, yes, I think oh, I don't have it on here. I've got it. I think it's on later. Yeah, I, and I bought Minute. I really enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, I didn't like. I didn't get really far in it. I liked the premise, but like, I don't know. It was like one of those weird like, oh, like I'm gonna play this for like 20 minutes, and then I'm gonna leave. And when I come back, I'm like, eh, maybe not. But we sat down during our uh, our extra life stream mm-hmm. this year and played through the game. Yeah. Uh, and that game goes places. It really so because I started out the game, and I think we played probably about a good hour or two, kind of figuring it out, getting stuff, and then mm-hmm. I left for dinner. Yeah, and then I came back, and, and I'm just like, yeah, Jason. And Jason, and the Jason picked over. up. I came back probably about an hour later or so, and I just like walked in. I'm like, what the hell happened? Where are you? <laughs> like, yeah, you're no, like, it, a, it went like, places. It was like it just went crazy, and then the ending was just the most random for. For the whole process that you're doing, and yeah, then, and then we like we beat the game. The factory like explodes and there's like sh- crystals stuff everywhere, and we're like, where do we go? And you literally have to go to the toilet, and that's it. Yeah, sorry to spoil the spoiler. game. Spoiler, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be full spoilers, anyways. But yeah, no, I. And uh, it was like it was one of those moments like the game was so good, and all of a sudden it just kind of ended. And all of us were like, but also yeah. like that's that's the way it has to end. Yeah, exactly. Because you it's have just, to do the run in a minute. It just ends. Like, like I get it because it has to end like that. It's just, it just kind of cracked me up that the whole point of the game was like he's just trying to like, take a shit. <laughs> I don't think that was the, the point of I that. I know, but, but it just <laughs> no. He like you're defeating like the factory guy who's yeah. like ruining like the people's town. Yeah, town. totally. Yeah, no, I liked Minute a lot. It was super cool. Uh, lots of fun little puzzles and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, going on. Uh, 420, uh, baby. Uh, I can't. It was uh, God of War. Dad of War came out. Yeah. And boy, God, we have talked a lot about God of War this year. Um, and right for good so. reason. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you've have if you've lived under a rock, you probably don't know what God of War is. But if you've had any like any sense of video games or stuff like in general, I'm sure you know God of War has won every award this year. <sighs> Hands down. Yeah. Um, and I like, so to say my piece uh, of a very crowded uh, space about like what people are talking about with this game, um, thinking about it is like I'm approaching the end of the year. See, it, it, it's, 
I just wanted to put this caveat. You've never played any other God of War before, have no. you? No. See, okay. And I, so I'm going to get Which your, is fine. Yeah, I like, want to hear uh, your uh, thing on that again because I know I've played all of them. And I so I just. Wanna... The, and like, I think this is totally unrelated to that. Okay. That I, just, I was just wondering, like. But like, so for me, like. Uh, towards the end of the year, I'm like kind of realizing like I've played like all of these really big uh, games that are like single player campaign driven mm-hmm. games um, that are really good. But something like I kept on thinking about thinking about like back to God of War was just the like the polish on it. Uh, there were things about it like I like I still think maybe the combat was clunky. Um, like there was some definite like frame rate issues and stuff like that. And I mean, um, keep in mind, times. we were playing on the base version on PS4. Yeah, but I'm sure if you're that, on PS4 Pro, it would have been like probably better. I'm yeah, sure, but I, still, yeah. Like honestly, still for me though, played great. I don't. I never really had like these graphical. I mean, drops it wasn't like or, huge or frame drops. Like you have to like be focusing. Like when uh, when Kratos is doing like uh, like combat maneuvers and stuff. If you watch him, like you'll see it. And it was like like if you're sitting far away and like whatever you're on a TV and you're doing this like maybe you're not noticing it but like yeah, yeah, somebody right like I'm close yeah um like and I'm totally noticing these things but like but at the end of the day it just felt like a polished game to me like there there are things about the story like that I'm not a big fan of um I'm curious like I'm curious as, like what you think is the so I don't know the First of all, Atreus is a bitch. Oh yeah. Um, well, he, and, I mean, obviously at the end he gets better, but like yeah, in the beginning, and, and, and especially like in the middle part, he becomes a total dick. You're like, yeah, and boy. I'm like, boy. yeah, and like he really got on my nerves. No, Atreus, uh, Atreus kind of sure. sucked, but I think that was, I mean, I think that's they wanted to sh- like kind of show that though, like he is kind of a little shitbag. Yeah, I mean, he's young. He's a young god. Like I get it. Um, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Spoilers for God of War. Uh, but uh, like, I guess I understand all that. But uh, like, I think they did a good job, like taking like Kratos, who is known as this like complete douchebag, and like being like, oh, like he is living in this reality where he is realizing that he has to be a different person. Yeah, and he's like finally along this like long See, I, battle. I, I, yeah, with I never himself. did get the answer of like what's the gap between God of War three and this one. It's obviously like I was. I mean, obviously, Treus is like twelve, so it's sure. at least probably fifteen years. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, Kratos has fallen in love, uh, and enough to make him go off the grid well because i think i think what i picked up is he after he destroys olympus in god of war 3 and kills all the gods there their, their world see it's it's it ends up being in the same world it's mm-hmm. not i thought it was gonna be like, like he hopped a universe somehow with some magic or something like that apparently like the gods are controlling their their areas of the world at this point in time in the god of war world so he destroys olympus kills poseidon kills zeus kills everyone totally fucks up everything yeah and apparently he just like kind of gets in a boat and sails away 
Yeah, and like to frankly, and then, like, and then he and then he washes up on the shores of like wherever this is. Yeah, Scandinavia, Sweden, Norway. Yeah, frankly, location. for me, like I don't even care necessarily about like how it ties into the storyline as a whole. Um, but there, there's certain things like, um, I don't know, like the way the game actually plays on like standard like media tropes like i was like eh, we could probably do better than this like the only women in the game are really there just to serve this like dead women narrative well uh which is like a big thing in media uh and like I like I'm not going to say like it's a huge strike against the game but also like it's what like drives the game. Well, um, like like you said it's the whole game's an escort mission. Yeah. I mean it, yeah, it is but then like you realize there's like a like a really deep level especially at the very end of the game where you're like it like kind of hits you like the whole that the whole thing was planned like a yeah, totally. out by the, the mom and the, and you're just like what? Yeah, totally. And it was kind of like one of those moments where, whoa, okay, that was crazy. Uh, I understand what you mean, because I think the only other like actual female character is Freya. Yeah, and Freya, like, they, like, they they have a chance to do a ton with Freya, and they don't. They kind of limit it to well, be like, she's actually only doing all of this stuff because she was abused, and then she, like, feels like she... Ha- owes something to her son um who turns out to be a dick bag as well yeah so uh, yeah it's and like, like like a big portion of like driving along the story is like her like like basically like saying oh like this man is so important to me i will die for him yeah <laughs> i don't know like she like it's it was kind of a weird turn because she helps you out the entire game, and then you're like, "Well, I it's got like, all of a sudden." It is. She's like, "Well, I got to kill." You know, spoiler. I'm gonna kill Balder, and then she's like, "No, he's my son. You can't kill him." And then she gets all mad, which I get. But then, I, why was she helping you in the first place? Yeah, I don't know. I think because I think she's helping you to spite Odin because Odin like cast her out, kind of thing. But then the fact that you're going after Balder, she's like, hey, "I don't know." Who is actually just going after you? Yeah. Well. I don't know. Do you have any more to say on the game or? Um, I guess what I will say is like as a whole, what the game does really well is it's, it's world building. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Um, like everything felt super varied. Like they like one of the cool things they did was like, Oh, like, yes, this is your, your main world. And it's going to look this way. Um, but like, we're going to transport you to these other areas that look totally different, yeah. have a different feel, like a different environment. So, yeah, and like, like the artistry of the game was incredible. Yeah. So like the game obviously starts like kind of your, your own little like wooded area and then you're, you're forced to, you're forced to fight and get in this area cause you're trying to, you know, take the mom's ashes to the top of the highest peak. Uh, and then you kind of get in like the main world area, which is where um, all the realm doors are, you know, all so like, you know, the Norse mythology, there's nine realms. Um, Mid- Earth is Midgard. Then there's the eight other ones. I can't throw them all out. You know, Asgard, Niflheim, um, yeah, Muspelheim, whatever. 
uh, Nilfgaard, stuff like that. And you actually end up traveling to several of these places. I think the first one you go is Alfheim, which is where the Dark Elves and Light Elves have that war. It has like this amazing like light beam shooting out of the middle because the dark the light elves are controlling the world right now, and you kind of got and it totally changes the environment because in the game you're like in the snowy mountainy kind of area, and then all of a sudden boom you're like in like this kind of lush kind of yeah like, trop I don't want to say tropical but like like but I get what you're palm, saying like you know yeah. it's like, lush there's water and like beaches and stuff and there's it's just like really kinda bright like, and shiny. Yeah. Uh, and then you go, you know, Helheim, which is all super cold and blowy and windy. Actually, that was a really cool um, yeah. sequence when you go through. I mean, how many hells does Kratos have to go through? I think in every God of War, he ends up in the underworld. Yeah. So it's just kind of like fitting that he goes to Helheim in this. Uh, and then, yeah, and then you go, I think, because I think the worlds you go to are Helheim, Niflheim, which is the... I mean, we don't need to get oh, no. super Alf- detailed. Alfheim and then Muspelheim, which <laughs> is like the Trials one, which I thought was really awesome. Because if we get super detailed, this is never going to end. This is the God of War podcast. Um, <laughs> so, like, the things I just want to say, right away, this game got me. I mean, you do kind of do, like, little trial thing that they showed off, like, with, yeah. with Atreus. You know, you're, like, trying to hunt that deer, and then you kind of, like, fight some Draugr. And, I mean, the first Draugr fight, when I first did that, I died, like, 12 times. Oh, I did not. Because I mean, I did. Because I did the difficulty right below, like which was the hard difficulty, I think, uh, below the God of War difficulty, and I like died like twelve times. Got to figure out the combat, but something about that axe when you just throw it and then you so when you call good. it back, it's the goosh and like just the sound of him grabbing it back, just like you're like oh yeah, and then just I know you said the combat kind of be kind of clunky, but it just made me feel so good at times. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, you go and throw your axe and freeze a guy and then you start beating him with your fist and you can like, it just, you can yeah. feel the contact. Like it sounds like he's punching him. So like you go through this opening sequence, which was pretty solid. And like, you're like, Oh, that's a good opening of the game. And all of a sudden you hear, you know, the knock on your door. And you're like, what the hell is this? And then the stranger shows up and leads to the best. It's a hell of an opening battle. Opening battle that I, I think honestly you could put this at the end of any other video game and it would be like that was the greatest like boss fight to end a game. This is how the game opens and nah, it was it, it's really good. And it was that moment I'm like this is the best game, game of the year like without a doubt in my mind and it did just get better and better from there. Yeah, that and, opening actually I think all the like boss battles in this game were really good. Yeah, no, because it, they were like scripted acts. It wasn't like well, and that's how God of War's always been. It's like these, yeah, these boss battles like you still have to really fight, but like. It has like the you know your combat. Yeah, there's it, like this it, like, artistry. Oh, it's there's so like a, good. Like almost like uh, like you're affecting a movie mm-hmm. basically. And Versus you know like like I, I hate to bring this up, but like instead of like the Dark Souls, like you have to calculate like perfect second and like these parries and stuff like this is like this is a big action sequence. Yeah. that you're a part of. Right. Yeah. Like you obviously got to you know do combats and stuff, but then you hit that point where it takes his health to a certain point, and then it like. Then it cuts you like the like and like I don't say cuts you cutscene it just ga- casually fades like goes into one. That was what was beautiful. Yeah, I mean it was war. all one cut. It which was just like super cool. You went from gameplay just right to a cutscene, then back to gameplay seamlessly. And honestly, it didn't look any different. Yeah, which I think that was that was like the graphical, like what this game did graphics wise, and just it was amazing. And last thing, Kratos is the best nipples in in video game history, behind Mario. 
right. I guess the Mario, Mario. The Mario nipples are really good. No, that was actually well. We I'm sure we talked about this, but there was an article. I think Polygon put I out. Think it, it's it like, Polygon. Can we all just take a moment and like compliment the guy who designed Kratos nipples? Because they yeah, because yeah, I mean <laughs> they were so detailed. <laughs> it was so good. So yeah, spoiler game. God of War is my number one game of 2018. Yeah, I think I think by far, honestly, I yeah, I think it is for me, it's going to be really hard to pick a one, but it's at least in very close competition. God of War is my one because I never at one point wanted to be like, OK, I need to take a break or I need. That's or, true. Or I mean, of, I I ran through it very fast. Mm-hmm. Which it wasn't, is it wasn't like one of those where I'm like kind of like, oh, I'm now I'm kind of bored doing like a side thing. I guess I'll do that. it kind of all just flowed together incredibly well and it and that was that's the genius with this god of war it was just like i was doing hours and hours and stuff that didn't apply to the story and i still felt like what i was doing was really important to the story if that makes any sense no totally i i totally agree with that um so let's move on from god of war nintendo labo came out i'm just kidding yeah (laughs) the same so i guess uh my next game uh is uh what is that uh, August, um, did because it felt like it was a weird summer. Oh, where were you? I got one in May still. What, what's okay? What's your next one? Detroit Become Human. Oh yeah, I didn't play that. I did play that, and I guess I didn't even realize you played that. But yeah, I, I played at Jason's. Okay. So we, I went over there, and I mean, it's me, Jesse, and Hill, and Jason. We just sat, and Jesse and I switched off playing. So like, you know, I would be like the smart fun and then jesse would just ruin everything yeah of course and then of course um it's a good game i wouldn't say it's the best game ever made and honestly yeah. i don't i it looks great it's really cool it's really i like i really do like the choices thing and there's some really like intense parts i, I know one of them you know that you saw in the trailer like the dad like is like beating like trying to beat the daughter kill the yeah daughter. and then you you step in and you know you can choose to kill the dad, choose not to kill the dad, and then right. and then it changes how the game works on down the road. I killed the dad, shot him. Good. And because I know, because I know later on, if you don't kill him, he comes and tracks you down. Okay. Versus if That's... you don't, I think you get more time to like it gives you more time to get away. But at one point, when you're running away, you're like walking through the city, and they know at this time they know, and like there's like cops all over the place, and you have to like you have to walk, and like you're like choose to stop or keep going or like it gives you a percentage hmm. of like yeah, yeah. you'll get caught you have a seven percent chance of getting caught if you stop right here or you know and then he was like you got either you turn here and you got a 46 percent chance of getting caught or you go straight and you got a 52 percent chance you're like oh and so you're like oh and then it, and it gives you like no time to do it so like you have to like really like quickly do it and i got through it without getting caught jason's like i got caught man they killed me yeah <laughs> i'm like oh jason uh it cracked me up but Game looked good. Stories were interesting. Uh, I wouldn't say nothing special. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I did actually really thought was really cool is like, because, you know, obviously you're androids and you have, you are not supposed to, you know, you have to listen to commands, but they break out of their programming. There's these really cool sequences and it shows them breaking out of their programming. Like, for, for instance, with the dad trying to you know, beat the daughter, you're, you're, he's like, go to the kitchen. And so it's like, your, your only prompt is to go to the kitchen. And then you try to walk forward and you keep literally hitting this like actual wall like that you see, but it's not there. And then so you keep hitting it and then you like gives you an option and you end up like literally punching the wall and oh, to break your okay. programming. Weird. It's kind of, it is kind of weird, it's interesting. but it, it's interesting. Like you like, you literally like break through and then, and then you're, you're, you're sentient. 
cool game. Yeah. It honestly, you could sit down and beat it in about five hours. If that, yeah, it's one of those. I I think like it's actually pretty highly likely that I will do it at some point just because I like I like the choice driven games and stuff. But I don't know. I just haven't I haven't felt the the need to get on board with this one. Yeah. You know, maybe if it's on sale. Yeah. I played some Mario Tennis Aces. Oh, yeah. We did that, that, that one night of Jason's. Yeah. That was fun. You yeah. hated it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I did play that game, didn't I? You oh, yeah. That game us. fucking sucked. <laughs> Uh, that was like the next thing on my list. I like tennis, so uh, you know. Yeah, I I didn't like it. I didn't think it was that good. <laughs> well, um, it's it's not that good of a game. So yeah, let's be real here. All right, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is uh, August twenty eighth. Is there any other during the summer that you've got? Okay, go for it. My next one about. is Donut County. Mm-hmm. Um, and Donut County is like two hours long. I need to, um, I need to get it. But holy crap, is it good? Um, this was like right as I was. This dropped like right as I was leaving for PAX. Um, and it like I guess it came out for like mobile as well. Yeah, it's on um, like the iPad. I think it's on iOS. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if it was on Android. I don't know if it is or not. But anyways, um, so I know a lot of people were playing it that way and stuff. Um, after I came back from PAX, I played it. Um, com- sitting at the computer and. I mean, there's not much to say about Donut County other than it's just super adorable. Mm-hmm. Like the story is just absolutely ridiculous, but it like revels in that. Like the puzzles aren't necessarily hard, um, but they're like enjoyable. Like there is just like a good feeling around this game. The music was great. Um, and like, I don't know, like, it made me like trash pandas more like, uh, like there is just, it was just super cute. A lot of fun to just sit down and casually play. Um, and so I can't explain why, but it's one of my games of the year. Like there, it was just like, no, it's just one of those moments where, you know, it's just, it's just fun. It's just fun to sit down and do. Um, like it, the, there's no big overarching, like, point to it other than uh it's just a game that you can just sit down and enjoy mm-hmm. uh and i guess i really appreciated that at that point in time uh it's not something i'm gonna go like back and probably pl- ever play again but like at the same time i, I really enjoyed the time i had with it so yeah. But that's Donut County. Donut County. Well, I think you still have the next one. Yeah, Life is Strange Two. Yeah. Um. Uh. Came out in September. Um. And I guess I have probably more to say about this. Um. And I don't know. This by this time our podcast schedule got really scattered. Because well, I know. Yeah. Obviously, we were consistent through. At least, at least May. through April. I honestly, yeah. I think we were done. I think we took a break in May because we were done with the radio. No, show. I think we did May because it was E3 that we kind of broke That's right. off. It was we actually ended up not finishing our E3. Yeah, I think we, failed. Was, we, we failed. We on failed on the Nintendo Day. Uh, so June, yeah, we kind of were spotty in there. I had Jesus, my... did we really want to sit down and talk about Smash Brothers? No, like, come on, that's all it was. Um, yes, we got kind of spotty after that. I had my tonsils taken out, and yeah, it just, it just got July. it just got weird. I know we've done like 
So maybe we've a done couple. like two. We've done like, yeah, probably only two. Honestly. Um, anyways, Life is Strange 2 came out. Uh, and if I haven't said a piece about it, I maybe I will. So Life is Strange 2, um, I feel, uh, says something about America that like, I really enjoyed them saying, um, just about general racism and stuff like that. And I think it did it pretty well. Like, I know like it got a lot of criticism about like the first, like the opening. Um, but I actually thought it handled it fine. Um, and like, there's, there's a moment after. So basically, after you and your little brother kind of like break out and go like on your little road trip and stuff, um, there is a moment, um, where it kind of plays with, uh, you know, your, your young Mexican boys, um, and you encounter a racist white dude, um, which is something that, could very well happen. Um, and, uh, he basically kidnaps you. Uh, and like, I don't know, like the way they set that up and the way they played it out, I thought was just really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and in you fact, what's this? I'm sorry. This is super inter- to interrupt. You know, what reminds me of is like the that one Rick and Morty episode where they do like the improv television. It's like two brothers fighting a tornado. Okay. This is, uh, it, uh, I don't know how this reminds you of that, but okay. <laughs> you said two brothers. I don't yeah, know. Uh, it just kind of cracked me up. Sorry. Uh, you're, you're free, uh, associating right now. Stop. Uh, so yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a super serious like game that they handle like the topic. Well, it's nice to kind of be like, so I loved Life is Strange. Oh, you really love Life is Strange. Yeah, but also like it's kind of nice to see like them take it like it away from high school drama and see them dealing with like you know real world something problems. yeah and i mean i not to say that like life is strange like the problems they're facing are I not mean, the, real the world storm in arcadia bay was a pretty big problem <laughs> it was like that was it like and that's the thing like the first one dealt so highly with like that magic stuff yeah um and this one is like all real world i i, I guess i can't totally say that well, but it's, it's mostly all, it's all set in the same universe as it's yeah all, in fact you see our arcadia bay like yeah and it, then then that depending uh, on how you finish life is strange because it actually asks you at the beginning uh what you did um and doesn't this also connect with like the captain spirit thing yes too? uh yeah. and so from so i guess episode two just dropped yeah um and i haven't done it yet um because i like want to give it the attention that i should give it um and so i haven't started it yet and i believe captain spirit comes into play um because that was its own thing like in captain spirit like by itself had like like a really neat story and also but it was like, like it was like a one and done thing right yeah From what i remember yeah yeah it was just kind of like introducing you to somebody who's going to show up in these games um and it itself kind of dealt with this like like you have an alcoholic father mm-hmm. who like beats you 
Um, and yet like you as a kid, like it's your father, you still love your father. Um, and so it kind of deals with its own strong topic under the guise of something else. Um, and so like, I'm really interested to see where that comes into play in this story. Uh, but I think if anything, what Life is Strange does is it does take like a like a big thing, like a, a like a big thing that is tough to talk about and makes it tangible and like something that, you know, you can you can speak about freely. Um, and I think it does it well with a lot of respect. Um, and so for me, like, oh God, I love those games. Uh, and so. I'm I'm really excited to hop into episode two, but also to just kind of see where the story leads mm-hmm. because uh, I I imagine it's going to go some places, um, and some places are going to make me feel super uncomfortable, um, and that I don't know that makes me uh, excited. So, anyways, uh, yeah. yeah, Life is Strange two is uh, towards it's on my list easily. Yeah, for yeah. Um. The next one I have to talk about is probably one of the worst games I've ever played in my life, but it's also probably the best one in this series that I've ever played, and that would be Super Mario Party. Oh my gosh. Um, So Super Mario Party came out, uh, and I'll be honest, uh, it's probably the best Mario Party I've played, uh, and that still doesn't make it good. You skipped one. I did? Spider-Man. Oh, well. Oh, I didn't put Spider-Man on here. Jesus. Well, we'll, we'll hit that in we'll a second. We'll double back there. So Mario Party, I already got it. Sorry. Totally interrupt there. Yes. So we played Mario Party. I think I've played it now on three, two or three situations now. So I remember we, I went over to Jesse's house with Jason and other Jesse and then his roommate. We mm-hmm. all played it there. We played it. Honestly, we were there till like 3 a.m. playing this game. And that was in November sometime, I think. And I mean, we did, we did, you know, I think all three maps that were available, we did, we did like the, we did like the rafting challenge. There's like timing challenges. Like we played everything the game had to offer. Um, pretty much at that point that didn't have to be further unlocked. And then we ended up playing it about the extra life event as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, Mario party does what it does for like sitting down with a group of people. Sure. It's, it's fine. Um, I just don't like them. Uh, I just think they're like, I just don't think they're that fun. Um, but like I said, I think this is probably the best Mario Party I've played. It, 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 you know, it is, it is Mario Party, it, which is a terrible game that makes you mad and angry. But at the same time, you're with friends and you, you're hanging out and having fun. I think it's just kind of the main point. And then, you know, aside from like the actual, like, you know, you're on the board and you have to get stars and stuff. There's more to do that like doesn't piss you off. Yeah. Like the challenges where you have to work together and stuff sure. like the rafting thing. I don't know if you ever did that. Yeah, and there's like there's a, like, the cool thing is they like introduce like other mini games into this game. Like and not just like the board mini games, but like there's baseball and stuff like that. The baseball was fun. We did that for quite a bit. Yeah, like you can like I'm glad that they included stuff like that. Um that isn't just based on, you know, the board game. But, you know, it's still Mario Party. Still Mario Party. Still not much to add other than 
it's Mario Party. Yep. Um, so I guess we should jump back to Spider-Man then. Yeah. Cause we because I, I, I can't believe it's not on my list or like on my like list of games that I played because I played the hell out of it. Yeah. So that, <laughs> Spider-Man's one that I, I did not play. Yeah. And I've been wanting to play and I just never... Is it uh, the time where I didn't have money to buy a game? and Yeah. Like I liked Spider-Man a lot. Uh, and uh, to be... Um, what what's the word i'm looking for uh so in complete fairness about like my my thoughts about the game uh my roommate's brother did work on it mm-hmm. he works for insomniac um and i like that i guess that doesn't totally influence how i feel about the game but also you should know that um but you now have a signed copy from all the yeah people and it, like yeah and so yeah i've got right, my game is now signed by like the studio and stuff which i think is great um so uh the thing about so spider-man like when i was playing god of war i was thinking this is how i want spider-man to play uh, and it does. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I was worried about like the swinging and stuff like that. Uh, and when you first start out, it feels totally unnatural, but there was like a moment where it's just unlocked for me. And I'm like, Oh God, this actually feels well, really good. Cause they, they talked about this cause they designed the webbing web swinging like they did in the Spider-Man two, yes. where actually like you have to focus on points on a building and instead of just shooting it any, like just shooting it straight up and you swing. Yeah. Um, they, which they did away with that because it was like too hard for people to figure out early on. But even then, then like it, it, the tracking, so like yeah, the automatic tracking is really good. Well, and especially back in the, you know, PS two days, like in stuff like that, it was harder for the technology to do that. Now in today's world, that's a lot. It, everything moves so much faster. So, Obviously, that's what I've heard. Like people have to get used to the web swinging, but like after you get used to it, it's just it's so, pretty simple. It's so well done, and it's just, you feel like Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> you feel like Spider Man. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I thought, I thought Spider Man was really good. Um, I'm really close to beating it, um, and it will be a game that I finish. Um, just because I like, I actually really enjoyed the story, mm-hmm. um, which I wasn't expecting. Um, and like a lot of the challenges are like, for me, like side missions that are like time challenges and stuff like that. In most games, I'm just not a huge fan of this one. I totally am like, I'm going around and I'm doing like the science missions, uh, the research missions, like I'm doing the combat things, like taking out the forts and bases and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Like I, I, I think it's a super, super well-made game. Um, and I don't know, like I just don't really have a lot of knocks about it. Like maybe some of the combat becomes repetitive, um, but that's all I can say bad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like, it was just so well-made. Yeah. It's, it's one I need to pick um, up. And too. frankly, like, I'm not a comic fan. I don't care about superheroes. Like I'm just not into that stuff. Like I didn't grow up with it. Like I'm not really into it now. Like, and it still really hooked me and it hooked me hard. Mm -hmm. You Um, mean it it webbed you? Yes. It webbed me. I webbed. No, I shouldn't. (laughs) Um, anyways, that's Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man was, a good ass game and i think if i played it i think it would have fallen probably my two or three spot as well around that if i would have bumped monster down one i need to play it it's a game that looks like i would really enjoy 
I love the free world open, like exploring games like that. It's just, I don't have the time. Cause the problem totally. is when I play games like that, I have to do everything. Yeah. And this one, like, I, I don't know. It didn't feel overwhelming. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's good. Cause I know, I feel like you would actually nail through it pretty quickly. Okay. Um, so I know one game that came out this year that I haven't played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, I, I've got complaints. I've seen the complaints that it's almost too much stuff to do. Yeah. I'm which like, is a weird complaint. But. It's a weird complaint. So yeah, that was one I missed. Shadow of Tomb Raider, another one I missed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm two games behind in Tomb Raider. So at this point. I, I just need to play that one. Cause I, I played the other ones all the way through. Um, like I said, I missed Assassin's Creed, which I still really want to play. Uh, uh, and I will say, so Spider-Man came, so for me, the, the next game we, I think we have to talk about is Red Dead. It's the next, I think it's like the next big game. I mean, we, none of us, we didn't play Black Ops 4. No, um, which I wanted to, cause I heard that that actually Blackout yeah. was really good. But and another one I missed was Soul Calibur 6, which I did play a yeah. little bit of, but not a lot to like really talk about it. Wait, did Dragon Ball Fighter Z come out today or this year too? Yeah, it was in Jesus it, Christ. It was, I played it, that game too. Yeah, it came out the same day as a uh, Mouse Hunter. A January. really, really, really good. Oh, I, fighting I really want to. That is easy to get into yeah. for somebody like me who is terrible at fighting games. I played the beta when that came out, and it was super fun. And that's why I was like, I was gonna buy the game. Like I was literally like, I don't know why it just changed in my head. Like the minute before I click purchase. Anyways, I don't know why my list is so bad. Um, Anyways, uh, let's talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I'm not done with Red Dead. I'm not either, but I think Um, you're actually farther than I am. I have not finished chapter three yet. Three? Yeah. Then where the... Chapter three is... I think I'm in five. You're way ahead of me. Or four still, even. Wait, so I'm I'm like on the like... Uh, abandoned plantation. The Shady Bell. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Okay. Like, I think I'm about done with all this stuff in Sunday. Okay. So I think. I haven't touched it in a while. I think we're in the same chapter because I think that's chapter four. I don't think so. I think that's three. Because, no, no, maybe maybe you're right. Because chapter one is the snow. Yeah. Chapter two is. is The Horseshoe Overlook place. Chapter three is. That other next place. Yeah, the and, the woods, and then oh, you're right. I guess this is chapter four. And I four. think you're just because I think I my next mission is a mission for Sadie, and I think that's the one uh-huh. you were talking yep. about. Like the last thing you did. Yeah. I, okay. I guess we did because I think the last thing I really just did was like I went to that big party in Saint Denis. Okay. Yes, I am ahead of you. Okay. Because I sat. I because I I played a ton of that game, and I played a ton of not the story. I played, I did, I like, I, I just went and explored. And that, me too. I, that's what Red Dead was really good at. Like, it was good, but then that was, but there's also a flaw in the game is I was not wanting to do the story. I just would rather go do other things. And that's, yes. And that's why it's not my number one game is its story design is not the greatest. And honestly, the story itself is not that good in my um, presentation. There's some great story missions in there. Do not get me wrong, but from what I've heard, after uh, chapter three, it really goes downhill. And I've noticed that in when you get to Saint Denis. I don't know. I really enjoy um, Saint Denis. I, I don't know. I really it's, enjoy like, there's because some, like it's, I, I don't know. Like there was a tor- turning point when you get to Saint Denis that yeah. I really enjoyed because like everything's open and stuff. Yeah. And then you hit this city and you're there's, like, all right, maybe there's more to this game. Yeah. It's, I, I guess that, I guess I understand that. Um, But from what I heard after that, it like, 
Jesse Hill, he's played this. He beat the whole game. He's like, yeah, it just kind of takes a weird 180 at one point. And yeah, which I know what happens. Like you end up. I don't know if you want. Do you know what happens? I don't really want to spoil no, it. No, uh, I mean, I I know the end of the game. I want to experience. See, it I don't know the actual ending. The, I don't know the actual ending of the game. I know yeah. like some things happen. You end up in like like somewhere weird. Like what? Yeah, let's let's just kind of leave that where it is. Let's talk about the game in general. So for me, so like you're talking about like going and doing the other things. Yeah, that's totally not the way I play games. Yeah, that is the way I'm playing this game. Yeah, and I like I don't know like the side missions are where I'm finding like the coolest shit. Mm-hmm. like uh like you go and like you just you're like riding along and then all of a sudden like somebody is like yelling and you go over and then it opens like up these missions uh and stuff and i, I don't know like no it's 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 a really good open world for that reason like um the hunting i've done a ton of hunting in the game i did like i did that chat like the the crafting thing because to get the big the big satchel Mm. which which is super hard to do because you have to get all the nine satchels beforehand or even 10. Oh, I don't and know. every one of the satchels requires a perfect gear pelt. And then each one. Oh, yeah. And I then the other one. And the then they require, totally then they require two different perfect pelts. And it really sucks. But there's like a trinket you can get to like it bumps up your thing always to one. So even if you like see a three star and you shoot it and it brings it down to a two star, it'll still be a three star kind of thing. But that took me a really long time to do that because I was I was sick of the inventory system. That was another flaw. Like you only could hold five of each item, and then you go and get the satchel, and all of a sudden you're gonna hold ninety nine. Like, well, why wouldn't you give us like twenty and then to ninety nine or something? I don't know. I didn't like that. The crafting system in in general, I yeah, don't I'm not, like. like. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the crafting because um, it's just it's just something that's going to take so much time. But and also, then you're like, it's yeah, just not worth it. Also, at the same time, like I don't feel like the pressure to do it. Yeah, which well, I, I think yeah, it, like which is something that I appreciate about it. So like, yeah, like cause for me, going into 2018, I knew the games were going to come down to God of War and Red Dead Two. I just had a feeling starting the year that's what it was going to come down to. So I'm I kind of compare them together. They kind of can be compared together, though. Yeah. So, and like, if if and, I have to summarize 2018, yeah. um, it's, it's just these it's just, first per or not first person. It's these single player. It's one word, boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's these like open world, uh, single player games. Yeah. Like, and it's amazing because people are talking about like, oh, the futures in multiplayer, the futures in like Fortnite, Fortnite, uh, and stuff like that. And then yeah, but, and then these the these year. games keep coming out, and I'm like, I don't know, like and, these and are so good. Keep coming out and cr- like just selling incredibly well. I yeah. mean, God of War killed. Red Dead killed. Spider-Man killed. Like, it's... I don't understand yeah, what this and is. And I don't know, like, from. for me, like, Red Dead, like, feel, like filled a void in, for me, that I was just, like, I, like, going around and exploring and doing all this stuff that I, like, don't usually really enjoy mm-hmm. in games, and I'm enjoying it. No, it's... And it's really fun. I think the map is an appropriate size. Because it still yeah. takes, it can still take it's, you quite a while to journey journey on a horse. Yeah, I mean, it takes a while to get across. Um, but also, you know, I'm glad like like I've got a fast travel map, so yeah, like I can get, so I can, can do go, things. You can go to lo- one location quick, but then coming back. And like I've got enough money that like I'll I'll stop by and buy a train ticket. Yeah, like, train if, ticket I, if I'm like, like yeah, I just don't feel like. Uh, yeah, and for me, the game started out super strong, incredibly strong. See, I was the complete opposite. I hated the beginning. See, I thought the the snow part was was really well done, and obviously you can tell like that's like you know when the game first started, they put so much work into that, and they kind of yeah, and then I, I so, was you know, into that. But. Going you're in the mountains to start, and gosh, the snow looked oh incredible. no, it looks great. Oh, 
Red Dead looks good. It's a good looking game. So, and actually, so I, I was thinking a lot about this. So I like thinking about like Spider-Man and God of War, which I think are comparable because they're kind of in that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, they both start off with these really intense hooks See, it's- right at the beginning. But Red Dead does this thing where it kind of eases you in. And like well, the like, opening so isn't hap- fast paced. It isn't fast paced. There isn't this huge battle. They like, it defies it's- my expectations of how... I, how I we introduce ourselves, so but I'm not. I'm not counting it against it. Yeah. Well, like the more Red I did, where where they start. Sorry to interrupt. If you if you like, they literally like are scraping, licking their wounds after a big battle. Like, exactly. That would have been a great way to start the game. But that's the thing yeah. is like they instead of putting you in to the action immediately, they put you into the afterwards mm-hmm. uh, and then you're always constantly looking back to that. And frankly, like I think I really disliked that uh, like when I was playing it, like chapter one was really hard for me to get yeah. through. But by the time I'm in like chapter three, I'm like looking back at that and I'm like. I'm thinking more about like the way it has defied my expectation of how these games have to start and just the variety in that. Like I really, really super appreciate now, maybe not at the time, Mm -hmm. but the way that they like, they kind of ease you into this world. Um, I actually like totally love now. Yeah. I mean, it would have been an interesting start to like start you right away at that robbery they're talking about in Blackwater. Yeah, but uh, but I but, like it would have changed the entire tone of the game. It's true. Uh, yeah, Red Dead Two. I mean, I it's a great game. Honestly, it's the best selling game of all time, pretty much at this point. I think it's. Beat I, all, I mean, I, I I think it beat all the records. And I stopped looking. Yeah, it's. I mean, it. It's. I, I think it's now the number. I one stopped. Game. I've stopped caring about records because. Uh, in the post Fortnite world, what does that even mean? True. So, I mean, but shattering all expectations. Actually, I don't know. The expectations were pretty dang high for Red Dead Two. Yeah. Uh, I think it, I think it met met expectations. It met expectations. It was. It's a. It's a really good game. It's super fun. Plays well. Um, there's some really funny, janky things that can happen. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because people are talking about glitches and stuff, and yeah. like, like normally I encounter shit in games like yeah. that. Like <laughs> I just like I don't know, like just something about I always encounter something, and I feel like Red Dead has actually operated really, really super it's, well. It's for operated me. well for me too. I think Jesse Hill has had he's had quite a few glitches. Yeah, and I don't and know. I just haven't encountered. I think it just depends. Crazy stuff. Um, I mean, I did ride into camp the other day, and Mike, there was a horse like standing like twenty feet in the air. Oh, like, I did. Eh. I did see one really good one. What's happening? And I was going in Saint Denis, and also I think I saved it too. I really hope I did. In the like, it was like a horse-drawn cart, and also in the cart, like, like yeah weird up really weird and the guy flew out and like <laughs> got hit by the trolley car that's good and then the cart flipped over and then got hit by the trolley car and then the horses like shot in the air and then like landed and just walked away physics and i was just like what what just happened yeah. so <laughs> it was and, super good well and here's here's like a funny thing so like i've been watching my roommates play this game as well yeah um and like their experience with red dead has been totally different um you know like 
I operate like I very rarely have bounties unless like the oh, story I, yeah. actually makes I'm, me have I'm a bounty. I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm like, trying to be good. My like my good meter is almost full. Yeah. Like and all get this it stuff. Full, unfortunately, like it's like I think it's locked. Yeah, it probably is. But like mine's pretty pretty I'm high. As high as it will get. Go. And like like and I'm looking at like my roommates who are playing this and like having trouble with it because they're constantly pay- being hunted by bounty hunters well, and like all this stuff. And I'm like I'm, like my game experience. Is totally, totally different. different than yours. Yeah. So Grant bought the game too, and of course he's the, he's like, oh, I, I kill everyone kind of person. Cause that's that's what he is. He's like, oh, I always have a bounty, and he's literally like in chapter two, and I has a bounty of like five thousand dollars, which in that in that game is a ch- just a stupid amount of money. And he was telling an experience. He's is you know he's you're doing the like one of the first missions where you're running away, and then you got like beat the train on, on your horse. Uh huh. So he's running, and he's like. Well, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to beat the train. I'm too far back. So he pulls up on his horse, rear, rears his horse. Horse stops. Its head still over the track. Train goes by. Takes the horse's head off. That's awesome. Kills the horse. And so what happens when your horse dies is Arthur takes a saddle off. Yep. And so you can go put on another horse. So he's been shot at this entire with time. Running with his saddle. Running with the saddle. Like where do I find the Well, and the I horse? like one of my roommates. I watched have to like watch his horse die and then run around. And like my horse, like I've never I've, had a problem. I've never killed a horse. I don't want to ever kill my horse. I have like the legend, a legendary elite horse. Yeah. And well, like the, even like watching like them like rack up these bounties and like I never have a bounty and I have more money than them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have these huge bounties that they can't pay. They're having trouble with money. And I'm like, yeah. I have an excess of gold. I don't know what to spend it on. Every time I go into camp, I drop like a thousand gold into the bucket because yeah. I have so much money. Yeah, I know. I'm, I agree. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. It's just so funny. Uh, and I don't know, like something about that. Like, like I'm glad like this game did really well. So um, let's go on. Um, I know you, you need to leave. It's here okay. I mean, we're fine. Okay. Um, I think that the next game on my list is uh game of the year of eternity. Uh, there's never been a game better than this. Uh, it is, it is a work of art. Um, it, and I'm only half kidding with the stuff I'm saying. Uh, and this game is the quiet man. It is a work of art. Uh, the and like I, Every time I talk about the quiet man, like I, like I have to prepare myself ahead of time. Uh, when I came back to you guys after PAX, after playing the quiet man demo, like I, like I, I spent most of my like plane ride back trying to figure out how I was going to explain what I saw to people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and I still like struggle with trying to explain yeah you explain what it to me. the quiet man is and you're like you're like yeah he like he's like deaf and like like all sound goes out I'm like it's an interesting concept for sure i need to see how it played out and and i and another time so again i and i like as like mo, as like recently as yesterday i was thinking about the quiet man and not not even like thinking about oh like i know we were going to record this but so i was uh we have an old theater house um, in town, um, and they last night were playing silent films, um, and our local orchestra played along with it. And I was sitting there, and I was watching these films and thinking about the way we tell stories and stuff like that. Um, God, I'm such a nerd. But like, 
like storytelling back in like the early 20th century without dialogue mm-hmm. and like very like sure like like things would uh pop up on the screen of like quotes and stuff but that was actually pretty rare like you see the mouths moving of the people in this but you're not actually knowing what they're saying um and so like their body like language and stuff like that is like like carrying on this story and then you have music behind it that's like not even necessarily even propelling the story it's just a collection of music that sometimes has a theme related to like individual characters and stuff like that um and i think like that's a really interesting like storytelling device um and like in my mind i'm thinking about the quiet man because yeah like the entire movie is silent or I, I shouldn't, I should said movie. The entire game. It's practically a movie. It's practically a movie is silent. And like we streamed this live and I fell asleep on stream. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it was near the end, like one of the last things we did on the stream. So we were already. Well, it was, it was halfway through and well, then sorry, we, we picked started it, up. it. Okay. We picked, started That's it right. and we had me, to me, stop. Me and you started it. I had to stop. So. Uh, but so I guess like the quiet man, like. It's it's probably one of the worst games I've ever had to sit and watch. But it's also one of those games like I'm glad I sat through because the experience yes. of the Quiet Man is one I'm never going to forget. It, yes, and whatever your your uh, friends it was, along the it way. was uh, the real the real Quiet Man is the friends the, we made along yes, the way. Exactly, which is it's honestly true because we did this during like you said our extra life event, and then you had two friends come over that I've never known, never yeah. met before. But we and all bonded we over all that bonded experience. Over this, just awful game yeah i mean it was terrible like don't get me wrong when i talk about the quiet man i'm not saying it's a good game no it is garbage it is terrible so it starts off like live action you know it's well fmv games or whatever you call it full motion video yeah. yeah so it starts off live action he's walking sound is totally normal he orders like food from a street vendor then walks down this alley and then there's like three I don't know, guys like gangsters, gangsters basically and jump you. Then you like, or I guess you don't. You well, jump you them. walk there, and then <laughs> the guy they're like talking, and then they they look up, and then he yells at you, "What are you stupid? Or are you very stupid?" And then you just point your ear, and then just shake your head, and then all of a sudden you throw the food in the air, and then or something. And I, then, I don't even remember. I don't remember. Then you like punch a guy and blur. then all of a sudden like it crosses his back and then you're like playing the game and like it, it cut to the actual so, gameplay and it is the worst fighting mechanics. Oh, the fighting is like, like so bad. Def Jam from 2004 had better fighting mechanics than this game. Oh, every game I've ever played it's, is better fighting mechanics. And what's funny is you didn't even know the controls until like the end of the game. When you're, yeah, you actually because the it. menu the menus are so, so bad. So the menus were... <laughs> Didn't say words or anything. It just showed the controller lit up like an as in like a neon sign, and then like you just kind of had to move it, and it would like show things. Yeah, and like it was a revelation. Like I'm like, oh my god, I finally understand what this is telling me. But like, uh, I don't know. Like, you literally push two buttons to fight the entire time, and and then is, like the story goes. The story makes so goddamn so, weird. So yeah, like I said, at that point all sound goes down, and it's not like. See, but one thing is like if you're playing as him and like you use your the whole time, but the fact is like when you're watching two separate complete people talk to each other, it's still yeah, like they don't use any like 
anything like and, and there's no di- like there's you no, watch, there's no you dialogue. watch a lady play piano and there's no goddamn sound like why am i spending two minutes oh, watching someone play a song that i can't hear the biggest surprise is like there would be like fully acted scenes and then they would also just be fully acted scenes that were generated in the computer so and, and we're thinking like So here's my theory behind that. Um, And I know like I've told you, but like, so I think like at the very beginning of the game where it does that transition from live action to CGI, my guess is that that took so much time to do that they realized early on they couldn't do it. So the scenes are either live action or CGI past that point. Now, if there might be a cut in the scene where all of a sudden now it's live action yeah, uh, because they don't have to make that transition where the, like it fades together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the story is so random. So you kind of get flashbacks as a kid and you're like walking with your mom. Your mom gets killed by something like you think it's this one guy. Because like you see, two, yeah. so you see these two guys fighting over a gun, and you wait, you walk up and wave to him like a little retard, and then also they fight and then shoot your mom, and then you're like crying and because your mom's now dying. Your mom's it might dying. Actually, be your girlfriend. But then, I, but then, yeah, you go back. Anyways, and, and then you grow up, and it's the same lady that you're like about the story it's so Other weird. than how bad the story it's is, it's so bad. But so, how completely not understandable the story is um like coupled with terrible gameplay um coupled with bad visuals with bad acting like all this stuff like i just like it is easily the poor man bun guy one of the worst games so i've bad. ever played in my life uh like i can't believe we actually beat it yeah and well and here's here's the kicker I kind of want to go back and do it with the, and do it with the sound on. So, so when the game came out, once you beat it, it was over. And then so it, many it people- had a countdown. Yeah. So when you beat it originally yeah. uh, for like the first couple weeks or something, it literally just had a countdown at the end uh, and something about a secret or something like that. Um, and then when that countdown like actually closed, they, it was the announcement that, Oh, you can play it a second time. This time with sound. Yeah. And uh, I remember being at PAX and the uh, the booth monitor actually being like, oh, yeah, we're talking to the people. Hopefully they include the sound version uh, at, afterwards. So, and yeah, now like, they yeah. actually have the dialogue. So I'm interested to see. I kind of like there's there's a curiosity inside me. Um, and maybe in the next stream we do. Maybe so. So make somebody else. Play let's it. move on from there. Um, what's your next game? My next game is Hitman Two. Okay, that was another game we did for the extra life. Uh, and Hitman Two is Hitman One uh, extended. Uh, and what the good thing is, is that Hitman One was so good that Hitman Two remains so, so good. It, watching you do that one mission was so much fun. Like and that like I think like it's actually like a super enjoyable like game to sit around and just watch people play. No, I know it's so well, cause, good because you're like, what do I do? What do I, like you're trying like how to distract these guys because you needed something in the room that are working on this race car. Like, what do I do? What do I do? We're like, just drop the race car on them, and then we, you just kill these two guys, and you're like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, Hitman 2 is uh, more Hitman, which is a good thing, especially after the year they've had um, with them being dropped. Uh, oh, crazy. But the like, fact that they came out better than ever. Yeah, like, is- uh, God, that game is good. Uh, and what's cool about Hitman is it continues to release new things and do surprising things. Um, and no matter how many times you play a mission every single time it's different and like you can do things so many different ways. Um, it's a very varied game. Uh, and it's just a lot of fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to be one of those things that like a year from now, it will continue to be fun to play. It's not limited by its scope because its scope is just continuing to grow. Yeah. I, I can't I think I'm really thinking I want to pick it up. You should. Um it's such a good game. Um and speaking of uh good games, uh actually this game's terrible. Uh Fallout 76 came out uh the day Kay. after. Uh uh and you're I think we're gonna have very different opinions. How on much Fallout's, have you actually played of it? A couple hours. Okay. Uh, because I can't go back. I'm I'm done with it. Really? Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, I tried. I tried everything I could possibly do to enjoy Fallout 76, um, and I couldn't. Uh, It's mostly because of the graphical issues that I was having that I shouldn't be having. Like what? Like the stuttering. Oh, yeah. They did have a lot of issues that way. I mean, it's Bethesda. It's their first online game like this. Obviously, they're gonna have some issues. But I think I think their biggest problem is they released the beta like two weeks before the game came out, and then, the beta had nothing to do with testing. Yeah, this, it was just server testing. At yeah. that point, and um, I don't know. See, um, I personally I liked Fallout seventy six, and I still want to play it, especially on my new computer. I want to see how it is. Uh, I I really like that style of game, like just you know, kind of exploring. I mean, I love Bethesda games like that. For sure. Um, but it's, it's, it was fun, but I got done with exploring really soon. Like the lack of a story yeah, or like the story being like really, really just limited. Yeah. That, and like, I don't know, like my interactions with other people were like, sure. Like they were fine. Like, I guess I didn't run into the problems where I was like griefing, like being griefed or anything like that. Like all the interactions I had with other people during the game was whatever but like i don't know like the way that they implemented uh missions and like the open world events and stuff like that i just thought was bad i just there was nothing about fallout 76 that i actually really enjoyed like i i really did try um it's just it didn't do it i'm curious to see think if like you would go back to it after they've done these next next expansions yeah i mean I, so I think this month is supposed to be like the first big like gameplay sure like, like I'll, expansion. I'll try it and i know they're gonna add like open the vaults so uh, the vaults i think are supposed to be like dungeon challenges kind of thing but they can make them so when they open the vault there's actually people in the world that you can talk to i think oh, that's god the, i hope so that's the biggest like oops, well, like i think the game's really fun i like it it's i'm having a good time but i have to i do have to say it is really hard not playing a game like that when you don't actually talk to someone. Yeah. How how uh, how did they release a game that didn't have a single NPC mm-hmm. other than robots? Yeah. So like there's like the robot vendors and stuff like that, and then like everything else is through hollow tapes. Which- well, and so hold on. So I guess 
So we just talked a lot about Sea of Thieves yeah. and Sea of Thieves is the same. Like there's like, like very little in the way of NPCs, but I don't know, like jumping into Fallout 76 just didn't feel as good as jumping into something like Sea of Thieves. Uh, and maybe it's just because I didn't have the group of people to do it, but like Sea of Thieves felt so open and like, like the possibilities of me encountering stuff and like encountering something exciting was mm -hmm. like was well, vast versus like Fallout 76 that felt like it was so narrow and it was scripted about what I was going to find. Yeah, I mean, I think you probably didn't really make it out of like the main area, starting area though. I no, I think I made it to the second town cuz like once like you get once you overseer. get over to like to the really east side of the map like the mire, the cranberry bog, stuff like that. It there's some it's some crazy enemies. Like I I had some experience like that when I was playing with Justin and his friend Mac. Like we like just went out and explored and like, you know, but you just, you know, I don't need the death claws show up or like, uh, the, I can't even think what the giant flying thing yeah, is. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Like, it's like, we're, we're like, we're like, I think the flying death claw. <laughs> you sure. What was called? I forget what it's called right now, but it's like, we have those moments where like, we're like, Oh my God, this, we need to get out of here. We're going to die like right now. And it, it was really cool. Cause then enemies are fighting each other too. Like that, there was that going on. But I might also add, like, base, uh, frankly, thinking. I've never really enjoyed the combat in a Fallout game. That's true. Um, I don't think it's that good. Like, Vats was, like, the one thing that it really had going for it. And since it's a it's a live game, like, you can't have Vats the way they did it. And they mm -hmm. tried to update it. But it's just, I don't feel like it really... The Vats is almost just, like, an instant, like, guaranteed hit kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Like, it's... Like when I like I think back to Fallout Three, which I loved a lot, uh, and I guess I was I was disappointed by Fallout Four. Game of the year. Um, yeah, and like Fallout Three for me, like the things that they did really right, Fallout it's still like the best they like game. almost like ignored in f this game, um, and it's like they just wanted to create this like MMO. And so they were thinking, oh, what property do we have that we can do this in? And they're like, oh, well, we haven't done Fallout uh, for a while. I don't want to use it um, because, you know, we're working on an Elder Scrolls game. So it would make sense for us not to just slit our throats and say, oh, we're going to do this instead. Like Fallout, like why not? Um, but I, it just did not do it for me. I, I think if the combat might have been better then maybe... Um, but I've just never thought like the shooting and stuff in fallout is really that good. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I know what you mean. The parts about fallout that I liked was like in, in being in this world that's like post-apocalyptic kind of exploring like what that's like. The people who have like lived there and made like societies inside this. And I think that's why know, fallout three was so perfect because yeah I, it did so fallout well about 4, that. i think fallout 4 in my opinion was it was it's too far from the day yeah. like they're almost like already back to like up and running kind of thing yeah i don't know like exploring the like boston just wasn't wasn't really doing it for me yeah like, fallout 3 like, was great Fallout three like like i think like the point that i'm like this game's really good was when you get to the tower Right. And like the guy's like, oh, you can blow up this town. Blow up Megaton. Yeah, yeah. You can blow a Megaton for him and stuff like that was a that like that was a really cool thing because it it gives you this choice that you're going to like actively affect like, the world that you're inhabiting like right out of the gate too. Yeah. But like 
in terms of like like this or like even for it just doesn't feel like you even have like an impact on this world uh you know like yeah i mean i know what you mean i mean when they drop when people drop the nukes on the things the grounds it changes like the environment and stuff but kind of like yeah. it, like the next time you log in, is that the same? No, it, it refixes it, but because I they know. have to. Yeah, I mean they they have to because otherwise the map would just be completely obliterated and. Yeah, uh, but uh, but that's like I guess that's what's good about the Fallout games. So I don't know if this was the right way to go about it. It's interesting for sure. I don't know. I like it. I'm excited to see what it comes in the future. Uh Hopefully we'll talk more about it. Yeah. I mean, if they release something like really important or big, then yeah, like and I'm, I'm into it. I think that's about does the end of my list. I mean, we got um, smash bros on here. I've got smash bros on my list. Um, it's smash. Bros. And I've played a couple of fights. Smash bros is one of those things that I need to like actually actively play more of because like there's like the new mode in there where you go unlock characters and stuff yeah. that I've heard is really super good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just haven't got into it. Yeah. So I played a little bit. It's, it's smash bros. It's smash brothers. I got second it's, as it's, we fit trainer and I was pretty proud of myself. It's not a bad um, version of smash brothers. No, it's, it's actually a good version. And then, I mean, I think the next thing was, I just, I bought insurgency sandstorm on my computer. My brother bought it. I have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's like a shooter game. It's cool. It's super fun, but it's super hard. And I think that's about does it there. Uh, so in conclusion, game of the year 2018 is Fortnite. Yes. Um, Super Mario Bros. 3. Um, so Fortnite, Fortnite has definitely- uh, continued to change the world of video games, um, which blows me away. Uh, See, it's not our game of the year. It just is the game it's, of the year. Yeah. I mean... There's no arguing about it. Um, I know this happened in 2019, so it doesn't count. But uh, Marshmallow played a concert in game in, in like Fortnite. a couple days ago. Yeah. Like what the hell? Like it's so weird. Um, my neighbors uh, play Fortnite every day. I can tell because the TV that shines out their window always says Fortnite on it. It's the only Pe- game that I ever see on that TV. People are just addicted to that game. And I don't know why the game's it's terrible. Not good. It's bad game. Yeah, that's really bad. But uh, yeah, like I, I just, I, I just, I because I got PUBG on PlayStation because Jesse finally he bought it on PlayStation because he doesn't have a computer to play it on. And yeah. he's like, like this game's this game is really good. I'm like, yeah, it actually is a really good game. It's not stupid. Like it's not Fortnite. It's like you don't just go and build a fort and like, haha, now you can't kill me. And then I shoot one rocket at you or something. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I guess I wouldn't go as far as saying that like PUBG is a good game. Stop comparing PUBG to Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, um, sure. I, I, I'm getting farther and farther away from being like, Oh, like they're the same game because like PUBG is like what it <laughs> is, but also like Fortnite continues to evolve. Fortnite's weird. It's just and like, it is, it's a strange game. Um, but also like, I guess you've, Got to appreciate it for like what it's done to pop culture and stuff. I was in, uh, like I was drinking at a bar the other night, um, and I was sitting at the bar, and the like there was a table directly behind me, and literally these grown ass adults, um, and by adults I mean like early twenties, are like screaming Fortnite and like doing Fortnite dances and stuff. Like 
it at this point it's totally permeated video games it's now a pop culture icon it really is it's weird uh and and so i don't know like it's so fascinating year to year to watch them evolve um and actually so there the other thing that we should probably mention before we end is uh destiny 2 forsaken came out this year which uh uh from everything i can tell has completely changed the game uh and so it's it's one of those things like i keep on thinking oh god i'm gonna play destiny 2 again well i don't think i'm ever gonna play destiny 2 again but on that note bungie is now separated from activision yeah which is a super strange thing i'm curious Um, to see where that leads to the next destiny yeah and i'll Bungie is such a weird company because this ain't the first time they've done something like this. Uh, and so it's, it's a super interesting, um, to see, but again, that's, that's for another time. I yeah. can like, I can talk about that eventually. Um, but yeah, so in terms of like 2018 as a whole, like said, like it was the, in terms I think it was of the like, year of the single like player first, game. yeah, like, like single player games, like, like I was totally shocked Mm -hmm. um because like a year ago people were talking about the death of these games yeah well uh, ea was the big one well no like and it wasn't ea we're talking like members of the press and people and like people online talking about like oh like this is dying um and like i don't even want to bring ea into it sure like they're canceling some of their projects i think they even like announced it like that the first party single player games are dying uh, for or, them. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're saying industry wide. Um, I think they're talking about for themselves, uh, which is fine. If they don't want to invest in that, they don't want to invest in that. But, uh, I think the companies that have taken these big risks and made these games with these high budgets, it's really played out and it's like, well, I mean, yeah, worked for them. Um, like I can't look at like Insomniac or Rockstar and say like, oh, like they aren't doing well right now. Um, like they and they've spent a long time working on these games. Yeah, and it paid off for for them. And you know, Sony Santa Monica as well. We got a war. I mean, I don't know. I think if you make make it right, do it well, make it right. It's gonna be. It's you know. Yeah. Uh, There's still enough people out there that want these games. Yeah, and like even then, like there's like these small companies, you know, like uh, like Celeste and like Donut County and Life is Strange, these small, tightly knit like communities of developers that are like making a big splash in the world of video games. Uh, that I think like is really quite amazing, and we're getting to the point where like these two things are living side by side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like the landscape's going to shift really, really heavily in the next couple of years, you know, like Epic with their new store is going to change video well, games. Well, the fact that they picked up like division two and yeah, well, and, and here's the crazy thing about stuff. like the Epic store that they're really going to make a, like a, make a industry changing thing is because like, uh, they came out and were flat out 60% of the people who play Fortnite uh, do not have a game installed on Steam. Yeah. 
think about that stat for a while and think about how many people that is that aren't video gamer players. They, they have like, uh, they like said they have permeated pop culture and now they can go to those people and sell them new things. Like it's, going to revolutionize this like it's going to change the industry well, and it's going to force steam to do something too yeah and 2019 is going to be a very fascinating year because like i look at like like the list of games coming out and like there's like nothing that i look at i'm like oh this is a heavy hitter um but at the same time like i feel like when 2018 was rolling around we're like oh god of war like that was the one that I was like thinking, oh yeah. But I, you know, I'm trying to think what's coming out. Obviously, Resident Evil Two is already out. Yeah, you know, Kingdom we, Hearts Three came out. Yeah, the other day, Crackdown so Three oh. is like actually going to come out. So we, had, I mean, we had two big games come out already the first month of of the year. Re Two is a weird thing, but um, doing incredibly well apparently. Yes, uh, I still want. I want it that really bad. But I mean, I think Days Gone comes out this year. Yeah, I mean, I um, I know there's stuff on the horizon, but I guess I was, and maybe it's because uh, God of War was pretty soon after the year started that like April, I was yeah, really was thinking about because like it. the hype was already going before like yeah, at the end I of just 2017. Like, other than like Kingdom Hearts three, uh, like I haven't felt that hype for a game yet this year. I, I, I'm like drawing a blank of like what's coming out right now. Yeah, so. exactly, and that's the thing. Like I could have like told you a couple of games that were coming out like once we were rounding the corner into 2018 and I just can't do that for 2019. Um, but at the same time, you know, like, like uh, things are going to release like, yeah. And going to make huge splashes. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know, it's going to be a really fascinating year overall. It's a really, really good time to be playing video games. Yeah. Like, uh, it doesn't feel like we're in a lull. Um, no, and like I keep saying, like you know, that's like video games are dying, or uh, uh, anybody who tells you video games are dying can be they've no idea in the face. they've no idea what they're talking about. It's a multi-billion-dollar industry every year. Like it's yeah, like and beyond that, like looking at like the the change in the industry, like um, workers are starting to stand up and be like, yeah, like ninety-hour weeks aren't okay, um, or hundred-hour weeks. I guess was the the number that was. Uh, pushed around about rockstar like like these things aren't okay like we we need like we need better overtime and like crunch time needs to be less of a thing and stuff um which will totally change uh video games uh and so i don't know like that's all coming mm-hmm. uh we'll and see. that's we'll that's super all cool all pans out uh plus technology is changing so you know but that's that's always changing so no yeah <laughs> We're we're probably gonna hear you know talk of the next generation of consoles this year. Yeah, PS Five next plus, Xbox. Like look at like uh, E three. I mean, but the Sony's not even in it. This yeah, year. like E three is gonna be a completely different thing. Uh, yeah, weird. We'll see. So I don't know. It's we'll gonna it it's gonna be a very very doing. different year. Uh, they're not even doing their experience. Like it makes me wonder if they're just gonna like just casually drop a PS the PS Five. I don't. I don't think they'll casually drop well, the PS Five. I, I don't but, think they're going to drop it this year because I still think there's so much stuff that's still slated to come out on the PS Four, like Last of Us Two, Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima, whatever we call it, and what was the other big game? 
that they like showed off last year. Uh oh god, it was the four games, right? So yeah, uh, Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, uh Sekiro or no? That's no. maybe that's the game we were just talking about. Um, I don't know. No, uh, Death Stranding is one will be one of them. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't show that. I know, but that's one that's supposed to come out before the PS5 comes out. So I think, I mean, obviously, I don't think we're gonna get, we're gonna hear talk probably for next gen. I would say later this year or early next year. Yeah, and then I bet they're gonna do what they did with the PS5, announce it February 2020, and it's gonna come out in November. 2020 you heard it here first i mean you've probably heard it somewhere else but <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so i think that uh that wraps up 2018 officially for us it's over um so now it's on to 2019 um and seeing what it what it's gonna bring us uh it was a good year so i i was thoroughly pleased it was a good year see what 19 holds for us yes um so yeah, uh, if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. Um, as always, uh, you know, yeah, thank you uh, for the continued support every year. Um, for uh, if we, no matter how many things we actually actually release, so uh, I think that does it for us, Austin. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for uh, having your house that we can do this in. I'm glad we can do at least somewhere. <laughs> That's somewhat okay. Yeah, that's all right. So uh, anyways, I think that does it for us. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye.